Welcome to The Real You Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and with us, as always, is Ted Karam. Last time on the podcast, we talked about cause and effect, uh, this interaction and this outer action and how we influence each one. And briefly, we talked about this idea of be still and know. So today, we will be exploring more deeply this principle and how to apply it in our lives and bring about change. So, Ted, I... I, I live with you, so I obviously know that be still and no comes up a lot. So can you can you just dive in and give us a brief explanation on this principle of be still and no? Yeah, it's so important. And, and, and we did touch on it last time when we were talking about taking interaction. But getting into it in more depth now is really uh, an opportunity to apply this in our lives. And it's an ancient wisdom, right? It's been around forever. Be still and know Know what? Know thyself. Know the truth within you, the I am presence, the divine, the light, the energy, the real you. Remember that spirit, that spark of you, that when you take the spirit out of you, what's left? Nothing. The body just returns to the dust of the earth. So really, that spirit in you, that life force, that I am presence is you. It's all of you. When we come into a greater awareness of it, when we come into a greater relationship with it, when we understand the principle, the energetic principles that are operating here, we can bring ourselves into harmony and alignment with those principles and life becomes a joy to live. Life becomes really uh, lit up for us and we, we fall in love with life again. So be still and know is all about cultivating a, a couple of different aspects of ourselves and we've created a meditation for this. So there's a, there's a meditation we'll talk about later. It's a guided meditation where we take you through step by step. It's an emotional journey. Meditations are emotional journeys. Basically, we're not giving you content for your mind. We're guiding you gently into the present moment to become still, to find peace here and now, to get beyond the reactive conditioning, just to settle down. And then to remember, to know the truth about yourself, the, the higher truth about yourself, where that opening happens within you and a light emerges and shines forth and you begin to change your very body chemistry. You begin to change the energy you're projecting and thus the reflections that you begin to see as you look all around in your life, in your relationships, in your health, in your finances, and everything and everyone around you changes as you change. And that, again, is what Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change, right? Become the vibration. So be still and know it starts with harmony. It's all about being at peace within yourself and coming into harmony. And there's two forces in this world of polarity, the yin and the yang, the divine masculine, the divine feminine. The divine feminine is what we call the subconscious soul and the divine masculine, the superconscious spirit. And when we bring those forces into harmony within ourselves, the yin and yang, we give birth to new possibilities. We open ourselves up. There's a, there's a portal that opens within us, and through that portal, a light emerges. And we talked last time about planting new seeds, sowing new seeds that take root and birth in our lives so that we can begin to see changes unfolding in our lives. The first step, again, is finding stillness. So we talked about this. Remember the analogy? 
think of a pond surface, right? And if if your mind is bouncing all over the place and your emotions, the energy that you set into motion follows your thoughts, then your emotions are all over the place. And there's turbulence within you. So if, if that's the case, the surface of the pond, there's waves, there's swells, there's currents, there's winds, there's, it's just a storm. It's a turbulent phenomenon. What you want to do is imagine, and even use this visual, imagine yourself as a pond and as you quiet your mind as you allow your emotions just to be and you just relax you're just kind of smoothing out you're just relaxing and letting go and again breathing is helpful here just breathe into your lower belly the way a baby breathes and you just clear your mind even just for a few seconds and you enter the present moment and you see the water settling down and becoming perfectly still and when that happens you can feel it. There's a feeling, there's a sensation happening throughout your whole body, your whole being, and you're becoming that still surface of the pond. And now that still surface of the pond becomes what? It becomes glass-like. It reflects perfectly the sky above. There's a mirror quality to it now. And something else happens when you become still, and that is if you sit still long enough and you don't move and you just relax, you just relax every muscle in your body, and again, this is when you're the bookends of the day in the formal meditation. You're just sitting. You're, you relax and relax. And then you'll, you'll come to a place where you'll lose sensation of your body. And what that's indicative of is a change in your brainwave state. You've gone from th the thinking mind, the rational analytical mind, which is beta brainwaves, and then you sink down into alpha, slower, more relaxed. And then... There you go, you slide down in theta. Now theta is when your body's asleep, but your mind is still awake. You're, there's still a thread of awareness. And so that's where we want to get to, and that's where we guide you to in the meditation. You basically get to that relaxed state where you don't even feel your, yourself as an individual anymore. You're just kind of present there. In, in space, present there in the room. And when that happens, a doorway opens and your consciousness expands. Your awareness grows. And you go from an individual focus from narrowband and imagine going broadband. And all of a sudden, you, as a water drop in that pond, your awareness expands and your awareness becomes one with the entire pond. So you're unified with all the being. You're unified with the divine. And that's where the magic can happen. See, a lot of times we, we hope for things. We try and do positive thinking and we try and really focus on what we want and we're trying to feel it. But we're offering a vibration in that case just as an individual. And it's ineffective. But when, when we are connected, unified with, one with, the whole pond, the whole universe, the whole world. Now, everything feels the vibration we offer as an individual. In other words, now our prayers are heard. Now they can be answered. Now the ripple can unfold. We're going to get to that in a moment, right? So when we feel like we're not really making the progress we wish to in terms of achieving our goals or ambitions or fixing what we feel is broken in life, it's a calling to be present. It's a calling to... Let go first and get still and get centered and find that inner calm within you, that inner resolve within you where you're just settled. 
Because what that does is that opens a doorway and it unifies us with all that is. Now the, the, the vibration we offer, now the thought you think is a thought in the mind of the, the whole, in the mind of the divine. Now you're thinking in harmony, now you're vibrating in harmony with the one. And so the one expresses it. Now, now infinite cooperative events start happening to allow those ripples to unfold when that water drop touches the still pond, right? We're going to get there in a minute. But the first step is to be still, to find your center. And then a doorway opens into unity. And again, remember we talked about the, the ocean and the waves, and we're all just waves on the ocean. When we sink down into the depths of our being, we find peace and we un in unity. There's a freedom there and a door opens. And basically, that's what we're doing. So we're coming from beta, from a psychological perspective, from beta, brainwave patterns through alpha into theta. Once we're there, then we're present, we're unified. Now, the whole universe is listening. Before then, we weren't one with the universe. We weren't one, we weren't connected, so we were just listening. And so we're very ineffective, just as a little individual wave on the surface of the ocean. Now the whole ocean is listening. And now we remember the truth. Now the second part, be still, we're there. The second part is, and know. And know what? Know thyself, thy true self. The ancient Greek dictum, know thyself. What does that mean? That means to remember the truth about what you are. And so in this expanded awareness, we start remembering the wholeness of our being, right? We talked about when we sink into the depths of the ocean, we realize we're one with all things. We're realizing our unity with all being. We're realizing the ever-present well-being, health and vitality, the ever-present love, joy, the ever-present creativity and genius, the ever-present abundance and prosperity because we're the source of everything right everything is energy so every anything that's a thing in this world is just an expression of some form of energy and now we're connected with that infinite energy source we're tapped in we're tuned into the the infinite source of energy so now we start seeing again in our imagination and what's imagination images and action remember we talked about hum, we human beings are energy transducers we transduce energy into form through the principle of cymatics and the senses, our physical senses. We begin to see a bigger picture of reality. We begin to realize the truth of our own nature, that, we're, that we are whole, that we are blessed, that we are radiant, that we are strong, that we are healthy and vital, that we are powerful, that we are abundant, because the, the divine in us is. It's the source of everything. So we begin to see and feel that so now we start setting that energy into motion of a higher truth, of the real you, of the light within you. And remember, what does that do? That energy we set into motion, it grows a water drop. So there's a water drop above the pond and it starts to grow. The more emotion we feel, the more energy we feel, the more we're being this true self right here, right now, this higher form of health and love and abundance then that's the energy that's flowing into this drop of water. It grows, grows, grows until it reaches critical mass, and then it falls all on its own. And then what happens? The ripples happen, right? So the ripple, what are the ripples? The ripples are the reflection in the mirror of form, in the mirror of space and time. 
The ripples unfolding. The ripples are a new creation. It's the birth of a new form. So instead of planting the same old seeds, we've been planting by feeling the same way, by thinking the same thoughts and feeling the same way day in and day out. We're now elevated because our awareness is expanded because we've gone through that portal. Because And now we're in a different place. We're in a different state of being and the vibrations that we're offering in the stillness. So there is this dynamic energy of our beingness, our elevated state of awareness of the light that we are, the brilliance that we are, your true radiance, that water drop falling to the surface of the still pond because you are, you've brought together the forces of dynamic stillness, of yang and yin within yourself. So you are a brilliant silence. You are an illumined peace, a powerful presence. And now it's this, see, this is, it's this dynamic balance, this dynamic harmony. Without both, our ability to cause this energetic influence that actually reveals itself in form in the reflection of the mirror of the world is li very limited. But when there's this dynamic stillness, when this harmony is brought together within us, then the magic unfolds. So when it comes to stillness, there's clearly a power in stillness. But I always kind of go back to the analogy of a kid that's told to keep still. It's, it's hard to find that sometimes. Your brain just wants to jump there, 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 and there. And I was thinking, for some reason, I was thinking a lot about stillness this week. I was talking to a friend, and they were talking about how when they're golfing, like, everything around them just stops. They forget about everything in the world, and they're just kind of there. So I guess my question is, when we're talking about the power of stillness and clearing your pond and making it a clear space, is stillness truly just being silent, or is it just a presence? Is Can stillness be found in more than just sitting in a place and looking at something like is stillness greater than what we believe the definition of it to be like remember that bagger vance movie we watched yeah yeah um where everything becomes you know just slow motion so when we sit in formal meditation you know at the bookends of our day when you're listening to the be still and no meditation or you're just tuning into the stillness or the silence and you're sitting yes that you know you're 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 practicing in those moments, inactivity, stillness of body, and then eventually what may follow and what we're looking for, stillness in mind. When you just kind of settle down, you just be present. You don't keep kicking the wheel of, of the thoughts that are coming in and stirring them up, and you just kind of overcome yourself, overcome the reactive conditioning, and just be present. And you usually use a single point of concentration. Either you follow your breath, or you listen to the silence, or you look at a candle flame, or whatever you're doing. In those times of formal practice, when we're sitting, yes, that's, you know, we want to just relax every muscle in our body, just let go. And kind of like a spinning top, after a while, if you don't keep giving energy to the spinning top and re-spin it, it'll just slow down and eventually stop. So that's what we want to happen with our minds, with, our, with the energy of our being. And again, when we visualize the surface of a pond and we just imagine it, and relax into this moment. Just let go and relax. So that's informal meditation. But then what about all day long, right? What about when we're doing our jobs? What about when we're taking care of the kids, when we're at work, when we're at school, when we're dealing with life challenges and all our buttons are getting pushed, right? We've talked about this where, okay, now 
how do we find stillness, right? Or in a sport like golf or any athletics or any performing art, anything we do, we practice, 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 but in the moment of performing, we got to let it all go and just be present. So yes, stillness implies in a larger sense the, the quality we're carrying within us. So we become, like we've talked about before, the eye of the storm. So there may be dynamic activity and we may be engaged in that dynamic activity all around us. But in the eye of the storm, when we become centered in our being, we are present. We are still within. We are in that state of grace. We are in this moment. We are at the center of life. We, we find our center. So we're in the zone. Athletes find this all the time. When they enter the zone, it's game over. They're, you're just in the flow of the game. And they, they know what's, they can mm. even sense what's going to happen before it happens. Why? Because they're plugged into and they're tuned into the hole. That's when performance becomes excellent. That's when we are at our best, no matter what we do in life, is when we are tuned into the hole. So what we do is at the bookends of the day, we practice cultivating that connection, that, st- that ability, so that we can carry that through our day. But our buttons are going to get pushed. Programs, a subconscious program is going to kick up and run our lives when anxiety and worry or frustration or whatever rise because we're stressed, we're overwhelmed. What happens as fear rises or worry rises, intelligence goes down, right? Because we're not there anymore. There's no, there's no awareness anymore. Because a program's taken over and has pushed you out of the way. The real you's pushed to the side while the program Hmm. plays out. And then later you come to and you go, oh, wow, I'm sorry I said that. or I don't know why I did that or whatever, you know. You're just unconscious. And so during the day, it's very important. So we're we're talking about be still and know as a formal meditation practice at the bookends of the day. But during the day, we need to have ways to recalibrate, to retune, to remember. And so we've talked about many things that can help us do this. Anything from just breathing, remember to breathe into your belly because you'll notice you haven't been breathing when you're stressed or overwhelmed or or worried. Just take a moment, a few moments and take a few deep breaths into your belly and clear your mind. Three seconds, five seconds, not long. Just think of nothing for the next three seconds. And, you know, be here now. Just come into the present moment. Feel yourself in your body, you know, come back into this moment here now and you could step outside and feel the sunshine on your face. Get, Get a breath of fresh air. Let nature remind you of the wholeness of your being and bring you back into harmony with unity. Listen to some music. Put on your favorite piece of music. Use the music that gets you to the state where you want to be. In other words, you need to break that program. You want to break that state. Or you can use meditation if you're, if you're, as you've been practicing at the bookends of your day and now you're just really present, there's an awareness now. So when things that would normally trigger you come up, your in-laws, your boss, someone says something to you, a neighbor that you're in a, a disagreement with, whatever it may be, that normally would elicit a negative emotion in you because you've been practicing like when we practice anything, we just get better at it. It becomes more second nature. It becomes habitual eventually. You become less reactive. We'll also be talking later about some of the uh, vibrational tune-ups, right? The, there's the mini meditations that we have for getting still real fast and knowing and 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 be and being the better you, be bringing the best of who you are. So if there's a problem with a relationship, you could tune to one of those. And in just a few minutes, you know, eight or ten yeah. minutes, Get back to a a sense of uh, uplifted, positive vibration. In other words, 
get that conditioning out of the way. Don't get, don't get, don't allow yourself to stay stuck there. We all get stuck there every day, but we want to give you tools in your toolbox to get unstuck, to free your energy and just keep moving towards the fulfillment of your dreams. It's good that you brought that up because that actually tied into our first question that we got from our listeners, which was, it's easy for me to be still and find peace in formal meditation when I'm sitting alone, but I have a hard time finding it with work and taking care of the kids and all the thousands of other things in life. How do I find peace in this world? Exactly. And that's what we're talking about. It's a matter of having tools in your toolbox that work for you. Not everything, not one thing works for everyone, right? We're all unique expressions of the one. So finding things that work for you, whether it's listening to music, whether it's stepping outside, whether it's exercising is a great way to break your state and allow your energy to flow again. Remember, all the negativity we feel is resistance. Remember we talked about this? Resistance in electrical circuit dissipates as heat, but resistance in a human circuit dissipates as suffering. Some form of negativity. And so what we want to do is find a way to get out of the way, to get who we are out of the way, who we've known ourselves to be, our normal subconscious reactive programs. How do we short circuit them or overcome them? Or don't, just don't feed them because they'll fall away on their own if we don't keep reinforcing them. If we don't keep giving them airtime. Okay, let's put that old record on. Yeah, 10 years ago, I was betrayed. I was hurt. I was abandoned. I was what, And it's, it's bad enough it happened in the past. What we tend to do is we, we keep recreate, reliving the past over and over again. Every time we play that old program inside our subconscious. So what we want to do is no longer give those programs airtime in our life. And the way we do that is by cultivating presence, by learning to be still. And that's the first step of this whole process of being still. And it's not something we do once and we're good. Okay, we're there. We're infinite beings. So it's going to be a forever process. So just, you know, know that right up front. You'll be overcoming your reactive conditioning for as long as we're here. So there's no rush to get somewhere. Be, be light with this. Play with it. Have fun with discovering yourself and limitations. And don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up for it. Just go, ah, okay, there you are again. That reactive conditioning to that button. And, and every, time you, every time you're aware of it, you overcome a part of that. You neutralize a part of it. And eventually it's gone. And it yeah. doesn't come back anymore because you just don't feed it anymore. And literally, if we were looking to you in the neural networks of your brain, you will have rewired your electrical circuitry in your own brain. You'll have pruned certain neural synapses and you will have uh, formed new neural networks. And, and, and you'll be literally a different person, a better, more improved version of yourself. Yeah. Patterns. We, we always get caught in the same thing, it seems like. Life keeps on cycling. That, uh, I, I feel, I'm going to say our second question from our listeners then. I think this plays right into it. Uh, Hi, Ted. I'm an actor, and every time I don't get an acting gig or bomb a callback or don't even get the audition to begin with, I tell myself there must be a reason, and I'm supposed to be doing something else that month. However, the months seem to keep on passing, and I'm still without a theater job to fill those months. What can I do to change this pattern? Again, we need to understand something in life. When you're going for an audition or an interview, there are no such things. Okay, You don't even want to think of it that way. There's just people coming together, and there is this principle of mutual resonance or not. So the best thing to be is yourself, right? 
not necessarily the conditioned bundle of reflexes you call yourself by name, the who you know yourself to be, but to be that real you, to let your light shine, okay? And here's something to remember. The key is to know this. You're already enough. I don't know if any human being is, can, can hear that enough in life. You are already enough. You are already radiant. You are already magnificent. You are already whole and complete. And you don't have to convince anyone of your worthiness or your talent or your ability. Just be you. In other words, you get out of the way of yourself to be authentic, to show up just as you, to be the real you, okay? Because when you do that, what you do is an energy flows through you. And that's what everybody in the room feels. They feel it in themselves. You don't want to impress people with your acting ability or your talents or your intellectual understanding or your knowledge or your experience. Give that up. Just be you and show up and be wanting to be of service, wanting to be helpful, wanting to, wanting to contribute and make a difference in the way you're here to make a difference. And that's the, where the magic happens. So, yeah, when, when something doesn't happen, it does mean something better is coming. But you've got to believe that. But you may feel down, deep down, I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough or I have no talent or whatever. The millions of self-sabotaging stories the ego beats us up with, right? That's, that's not the truth about you. Sorry, it just isn't. We all believe it at times, and I'm raising my hand too, right? We oh, all believe we all believe it at times, but it's not the truth. The truth is you are a magnificent being. You are a being of light and love and excellence and genius. And when you can get out of the way, that's when the magic happens. And that's when everybody feels it. Where do they feel it? Not coming from you. They feel it in themselves. So what our jobs are really to help people connect, help all of us, because we're all the same. Connect with the magic in us. Connect with those powerful feelings of love or joy or whatever excitement and wonder to make others laugh. What an amazing thing, right? <laughs> to make someone laugh. It's the joy of being, right? So when we can get out of the way and just be ourselves, then the magic happens. Then we, we step into that flow of life, right? Athletes know this. What they talk about is being in the zone. And when they're in the zone... I mean, they are just on. They're lit up, and they're just—they're having an amazing game. They're having an amazing performance, a musical performance, a theatrical performance. Whatever you do on the stage of life, when you are in the zone, when you are tapped in with yourself, and the flow of life is flowing through you unimpeded, magic happens, and that's when excellence is revealed. That's when you—that's when you're playing your best game on the field of life. And so, what you want to do is—is come back and do that inner work. Before you go to the audition, before you go to the interview, or before you just show up in life with whoever you're showing up in life, just day to day, you know, just being here now. So you want to be getting yourself the reactive bundle of conditioning out of the way, overcoming yourself. Because what's going to happen is you get up there and you're about to sing your song or you're about to respond to a question and then your buttons are going to get pushed and now programs are going to take over. And now the magic is gone. The energy's gone. The real you's gone. So <laughs> what you want to do is practice getting yourself out of the way so you can be yourself not just at certain times when you want to be. Of course, that's important, but all the time because life is now. We're all on the grand stage of life. We're all actors in this play. Hmm. So we just want to show up as our true authentic self, and that's when the magic happens. Yeah. 
I've gone on plenty of auditions, but I got Ted, so that really does help in the end when I, <laughs> I get I get that reinforcement, which is always you, great. You have yourself. You have the one yeah. in you. You have the light in you, and that's the magic. And that's what we want to bring out of everyone. That's you know, no matter what our vehicle of expression is in life, you know, it's not so important. What what we do is not so important as who we are, what we are as we do it. Right? We could be doing anything. Yeah. But imagine you doing anything. I could be sweeping the floor over here and then someone walks by or people walking by. And if I'm shining, if I'm radiating, I'm loving, I'm blessing. I'm, I am a vehicle of peace. I'm a vehicle of light. I'm a vehicle of upliftment in this world. The whole world lights up a little bit, mm. no matter what I'm doing. Or I could be doing nothing. I could be sitting in a, in a, in a cave meditating. And I could be changing the world. The yogi masters used to say, do less and accomplish more until you do nothing. You reach the state of nirvana, unity, oneness. Yeah. And, and you do everything because you realize where the world is. The, the world is within. We are the world. What we see and experience in the phenomenal world, the form is a reflection. It's, that, it's those ripples that unfold. It's the effect. It's not the cause. So when we tune into the cause, when we be the cause of our lives, then magic happens. I love that. No, you're right. I, I, I feel it all the time. I When I was in New York once, I went to this little tea shop before an audition, and there was this guy who was just flipping cups the entire time. And every time he made a tea, he flipped the cup before he put it in. And I always find it amazing. It really doesn't matter. It's You find happiness in whatever, and it just brings something out of you. It's in, It's intoxicating. I love it. I love other people happy in their work. It's great. Whenever you want something for you and your family and your loved ones, want for everyone because we're all one family. We are all one loved one. There's only one of us here. There's only one divine presence, the omnipresence of divine good. And we all exist and move and have our very being within it. We are truly one. Remember the four fundamentals? All is one. All is here. All is now. Why? Because all is good. All is God. All is divine presence. All is universal being, infinite mind, and we're all part of that. You know, years ago, I, I read that a book, Stalking the Wild Pendulum. And, and I watched this show from Adam the Cosmos, how everything that is a thing has the form of a torus, of a sacred torus, like a donut, okay? It's probably easiest with the Earth. You imagine the Earth, and it's got a magnetic feeling. You see the lines coming out the top, the North Pole, and then they go around, they come back in the South Pole. That's the, that's the energy flow of everything. Whether it's a planet, whether it's the sun, whether it's a human being, we have energy that flows up our energy centers or chakras and out around that way. Whether it's uh, an atom uh, or whether we go out to the cosmos and we talk about the galaxy or the universe or the multiverse, that it all has the same energy flow, all has the same pattern, same shape. And I remember when I was reading that, realizing when I was sitting in meditation, what if it's not all just the same shape? What if it's all the same thing? What if really all was truly one and there was only one flow of energy and that we depending on our vibration we project out into that energy and there's you and there's me but we're all coming from this one heart this one center so bringing it all back to be still and know as a practice you know as, as an application how do we apply that ancient wisdom we, again talking about becoming still and cultivating that stillness with a higher awareness and truth of the real you, your true, authentic self, that higher vibration is the water drop, 
that water drop falling to the surface of the still pond. So there's, the, that, there's this dynamic stillness in you. When there's a dynamic stillness to you, you are lit up, you are on, but you're also very present and things don't, things don't push your buttons so easily anymore. And you're acting deliberately in life as opposed to just reacting to life. So you're, you're responding to the moment intentionally and deliberately, bringing the best of who you are to the situation as opposed to just your reactive conditioning. So again, when the, when the water drop is held, when you're holding that positive emotion within you, when that becomes your predominant vibration throughout the day and you are walking in stillness and you you'll con will constantly lose it, but you keep tuning into the stillness, you keep bringing yourself back to the presence that's here and now, you keep re-entering that state of grace. Now you are literally transforming the vibration that you are sending out and the whole of the universe, the whole world is feeling it and responding to it and cooperating with it and reflecting it, right? That's now the ripple. Now you're dropping these ripples of high vibration, of truth, of love, of joy, of abundance, of well-being. You're just holding that. Why? Because you are internally managing your state of vibration. You are being the change. You are becoming the vibration, as Gandhi said. So you, as you do that, throughout your day. Watch. Watch for signs of changes in your life. Watch for signs of, as you've changed, oh my God, this relationship changed. That problem just solved itself. This thing came around and I didn't think it was ever going to be healed or fixed. And watch as you start being the presence, one with all that is, and you hold that vibration as those ripples unfold. That is a reflection back to you in the mirror of life. And so this is where your true power lies. Your greatest leverage lies. Yes, we're here to take action and we need to take the outer action in life. Ultimately, there's no separation between inner and outer. Ultimately, we're one with all that is. So we want to bring this integration, this integral alignment in ourselves. So we're not thinking one thing and feeling something else and doing something different. We're in harmony. We're, we're unified within ourselves. We're integral. And that's when the magic happens in our lives. And watch for it. See it as you begin to Pray believing as you begin to offer the vibration all day long that your prayers have already been answered, that your dreams have already come true. Why do you, why do you feel like they have? Because in your formal meditations, that's what you're seeing. You're beginning to get still, get beyond yourself, door opens, you're unified with all of being, and your awareness expands. And now you're remembering the truth. You're remembering thyself know thyself you're remembering your true self and now you've become like a child right because your theta brainwave pattern now you've entered the kingdom what's the saying seek first the kingdom and all good will be added unto you so now you're entering the good of the present moment where all good is and it begins to be revealed to you through you in you as you you begin to be a vessel an instrument of that light that love that peace in the world. So now, as you cultivate that all day long, so not just at the bookends of your day, but you carry that harmony of the forces of yin and yang within yourself all day long. And your buttons will get pushed, but you keep recalibrating. You keep overcoming. You keep coming back. You may go to sleep for an hour or two hours or the rest of the day, but you have these tools. You have processes. You, you have a toolbox for you to come back. And all that means is get that bundle of reactive conditioning out of the way. Get the resistance out of the way. Let go of all resistance. Release it. Why? Because then the stream of life flows through you unimpeded. 
and you light up again and the magic starts happening again. So you're praying, believing all day long. You're an incessant prayer. What does that mean? What are our prayers anyway? A lot of times folks will say, but you know, it seems like God doesn't hear my prayers. The divine doesn't hear words doesn't recognize words. The divine is one with you. The divine is one with all that is. And it reads our heart and mind. It reads who you're being in this moment. And it and, and responds with the same vibration. In other words, your prayer is the vibration you're offering. It's the very core of your being. It's And that's what that's what gets that's what bounces off the mirror of the world that's what gets reflected back to you that's what's heard by the still pond and it it's a, it's the ripples that that you are causing to come back to you in the mirror of life reflect back to you and everyone and everything around you it's the vibration you're sending out so again harmony in what we think harmony in what we say harmony in what we do unity in the way we think we need to raise our thoughts to unity. There isn't some external force, some external power against us. There's, you know, darkness is simply the absence of light. The answer to everything is turn on your light. You know, this, again, coming back to the saying of seek first the kingdom and all good will be added unto you. I mean, how can that be true? Think about that for a second. All I have to do is seek the kingdom and then all good is going to be here for me. If we think that through from a scientific perspective, what's really going on? We enter the present moment. We get beyond the reactive conditioning. We open ourselves up. We're in theta. We open ourselves up. A doorway opens, and the, and the life force, the flow of good, right? Because the divine is good. That's all it is. It's perfect. It's harmonious. It's abundant. It's well. It's vibrant. The, the flow of good comes into and fills our lives, and then that's the energy we project and life is like a mirror, what gets reflected back to us in our relationships, in our health, in our abundance and prosperity, in every aspect of our lives, what comes back to us but a reflection of this good. So it's so simple and yet challenging to do because we're so conditioned to react to life. We've been, so, we've been trained since birth to react and react and react. And, the, and now these, this conditioned response happens without us even knowing about it. We go to sleep. And then the program takes over and runs our lives. So we become, again, like a puppet on a string, like Pinocchio. And we feel disempowered. And so we want to take back our power and be still and know, applying the principle, the ancient wisdom of be still and know, as a way to being able to do that, to affect change in our lives. That's great. And it's good because... Um if you check out on YouTube or the Real You website, we have the entire Be Still and No series out, plus the meditation. So if you want to learn more about that and listen, please uh, check out the realyou.net. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-U.net. Our podcasts come out every Monday and Thursday, the Real You podcast on Monday, and our fun pop culture podcast on Thursday where we dig into the spiritual messages in plenty of films TVs, movies, and things like that. Thank you all for tuning into this podcast. If you have questions, we want to answer them on the Real You Podcast, so feel free to keep on sending questions our way. Thank you for tuning in, not only to the Real You Podcast, but also tuning into the Real You. Thank you. This program is copyrighted in 2020 by Christmas Point. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.